Long ago, the television actor was on your TV show. The podcaster was discussing the TV show on their podcast. And And never never the the twain twain shall meet. But those days are long dead. In the age of the TV rewatch podcast, actors have invaded the podcast scene. And stolen the hard-earned downloads from regular working Joes and Jims and Jacobs. And with nowhere else to turn, no other respite or avenue, there was only one direction to go. One unexplored land. Shows what you know, the podcast about television is dead. And from its ashes rises the podcast about the podcasts about television. Welcome to a new era. Welcome to a new land. Welcome to... Hey, dude, the 90s called. Break out your slip dresses, choker necklaces, and throw your hair in a butterfly clip. Whoop, lost it, lost in this long thing. Because we're taking you back to the 90s. David Lasher and Christine Taylor, stars of the cult classic show Hey Dude, are going full rewind to the 90s in their new podcast, also titled Hey Dude, the 90s called. So grab your Motorola brick phone and leave a code on your best friend's beeper so you can figure out which Spice Girl you both are because you don't want to be left clueless when the nostalgia starts flowing like high C ecto cooler juice box. The Hey Dude podcast will be chock full of interviews, co-stars, friends, cocktails, and crushes. Each episode will rival the feeling of taking out the cartridge from your Game Boy, blowing on it, and popping it back in. Best of all, it's available anywhere you get podcasts, so you don't have to worry about showing up to Blockbuster to find out you missed the last one. The Hey Dude, the 90s call podcast, more fun than Frosted Tips and Fun Dip. Whew, wow, that's a lot. Oh, hey, dude. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's me, Jacob Burrows, and you're Jim. And here we are again, reviewing another television rewatch podcast, except as that verbose description implies it's not really a rewatch podcast like remind everyone maybe how we stumbled across this i really feel like we accidentally came across this because it's a relatively new podcast at the time we're doing this yes and it may have actually us finding this may have been from our what could be a lost episode uh is the i'm all in with scott patterson uh show which is a Gilmore Girls rewatch, which again, I mean, depending on when you're hearing this, it may or may not be a lost episode. But there were constant, at least on my uh, feed, the US feed, there was constant advertisements for this show. And it, it was as annoying as that description. Actually, there's clips, from, there's lines from that description in the, uh, the ad. So, and I was just like, blow into your Game Boy cartridge. Again, that's not something, it's, it's the NES cartridge to me uh, that you would blow into, not your Game Boy. But I did I did speak to my gamer friend, Mike, and he said that you would sometimes maybe blow into your Game Boy cartridge. I say that's poppycock, but that's just me. Just someone that lived through the goddamn 90s. Called. All right, Yeah, now okay, can. we're starting, Jim, we can't have a podcast where we critique other people's <laughs> podcasts where... 
first minute of this one, when we yeah. eventually review our own show, mm-hmm. and we're like, okay, first of all, they lost an episode, unprofessional. Second of all, technical <laughs> issues in the first minute. I just I didn't hear half of what you just said. All right. I have definitely blown into a Game Boy cartridge as well. So, you know, I, I for one, think the, the description is apt and therefore hilarious. There's a lot of references in there. Uh, it honestly feels... I don't know. I guess it's kind of clarifying that, yeah, it's not about Hey Dude. It barely even mentions Hey Dude, the television show we're, I guess, talking about today, kind of. Because this show, I, I realized that it took a long time to, to grasp, but uh, what they're doing, right, is they're they're taking their position as self-proclaimed bastions of the 90s. We were on this live-action Nick sitcom that takes place on a ranch. I watched some of it, so we could discuss it. Um, They're kind of these 90s icons, or potential 90s icons. Only 90s kids would remember these people. And then they're kind of... The concept of the podcast is kind of like... It's 90s-themed, and it's very unclear from it's not actually in the description, but now that they have a few episodes out every week, they discuss a different piece of nineties media. And I I would like, I think it would be better if it was like, and here's how it held up or whatever, but they seem to have a great pull with getting all sorts of people involved. Like the episode we're discussing today is the one or one of the ones that's actually about their own show. Hey dude, but they Mm. do one on the Brady bunch. They have people from the Brady bunch um they do one with ben stiller because one of the hosts is married to ben stiller so they talk about things he made in the 90s they don't do one about uh white squall with uh or is that is that even is that the name of the film that's with a jeff film. bridges well that's what i was gonna yeah. say yeah i mean i guess you're already jumping ahead yeah like i can't I believe they got jeff bridges to be on this show that's so weird to me but also like in our defense on why we're discussing this show Hey dude is in the fucking title. And oh, yeah. the first episode, yeah, they're bringing in people from Hey dude, they bring a writer from one of the main writers, they bring in some of the cast, even someone from I guess season 3 cuz I only watched the season I only rewatched the season 1 episode 1 uh to kind of refamiliarize myself cuz I do remember this show as a kid, but it's also it begs the question like Yes, what the fuck is this show? Because it's kind of not even a 90s show, in my opinion. Like, I guess, yeah, White Squall was a 1996 movie that I don't remember. And then, yes, Ben Stiller's on the episode after that. I don't know if you listened to any of these or not. Um, I did uh, start listening to a bit of the Ben Stiller one. Um, I didn't listen to the rest. Um, But yeah, so we're mainly, I guess, reviewing the one where we have the two main hosts. What do you have their names up there? Christine Taylor and um, David Lasher. And they play two of the main characters on this show that takes place on a cowboy ranch summer camp kind of location. That's Mm. the gist of it. And I watched the first episode. Um, But yeah, I think... And you're right. I am jumping ahead here, and maybe we'll get uh, we'll, we'll have to take a step back in a second. But I do think it's an interesting kind of they're trying to do the made women kind of where do we don't just want to do a rewatch of every episode of Hey Dude because mm. we sense that's a that's probably not what they want to do, and that would probably not be that interesting in the long run. Maybe I mean it's a it's a clearer concept if you're just talking about every single episode of Hey Dude. But what they're trying to do is cash in on that shared nostalgia. And then they've kind of broadened that to say, hey, guess what? We're going to take on this whole decade and do some sort of show about it 
but mainly it seems to be like an interview show, I guess, because they have guests on every single episode. Well, yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like, in my opinion, I feel like it almost would be more interesting if they were breaking down every episode of Hey Dude. And yeah. then they could still do offshoots of some of this same crap that they want to talk about, but in the the vein of Hey Dude. But then again, I guess because the other challenge I was going to get into is that Hey Dude finished in like 1991. So I guess, yeah, what 90s? Like, I don't even know if I consider it 90s, even though, yes, technically it is. It was like, but it started in 89. It's got so much more like almost 80s vibes to me. Um, and then these people are like older, kind of, in my opinion. I mean, who am I not to deny someone to be a 90s kid? But when you're in your 20s in the 90s, I don't know if you're necessarily a 90s kid, but that's just me. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. In my opinion, I feel like, yes, you're right. They're they're banking off of Hey Dude, but then they're almost like, well, we're not like they're ashamed to be a Hey Dude show, uh, even though it's like, yes, it's the two uh, two main people from Hey Dude. Um, and for people like I guess I don't know if we've like described it well enough on what Hey Dude is like. And at least in this first episode, it's interesting to hear because, yes, Nickelodeon, it's like Nickelodeon's first live action scripted show. I mean, I guess, well, you can't do that on television was a sketch show they had, but I think they bought that from Canada. It was like a Canadian show or something like that. So this must be like the first one they produced. Um, and I remember it as a kid. Yes, it was like old to me. It was older kids working their summer job at a dude ranch, which I don't even know. Is this really a thing that happens where kids don't go to camp? They go to a ranch, I guess, when they live out West in Arizona or whatever. I assume maybe it is. You get to ride horses and wear cowboy boots and whatever. Um, this is all foreign to me. Like it's all <laughs> absurd. The summer camps themselves are, are enough. Like yeah. even just the standard American, like you go to a camp, even that is not a thing that I would ever have seen besides maybe, uh, scouts kind of thing. Um, well, and the weird thing is, I mean, cause we didn't, and maybe it's not that weird because it's so much time. I'm probably being, maybe I'm being wrong here, but it's just kind of funny how the episode before the one we listened to is called Hey First Love because it's about how Christine and David were in a relationship given they were teenagers or I guess she, I, I think they were like 18, 19 when they were doing the show. But then I don't know if you're Ben Stiller, I guess you got to be secure enough. Like it's do you not really constitute this as like hanging out with your your wife, hanging out with her ex, hosting a podcast, reminiscing about the good old days where you are. Are you that? secure in your man manliness jacob i mean i'm not but if i was ben stiller <laughs> i probably would be so yeah uh but yeah yeah because like we didn't listen well i didn't listen to it there's a one before the one we listened to called back at the ranch it's like 26 minutes where it's like them getting into their uh their relationship a bit and th that comes up in the episode we listened to as well and it is funny to hear because you're hearing it more from the co-star's point of view of like, yeah, you were annoying because it was like melodramatic teen yeah. arguing in the hotel halls. And I, I'm a 30 year old writer and I'm trying to deal with like these kids libidos and whatever. So I thought that was kind of fun and interesting. But and also them, maybe it was a bit, but they were, I do feel like they were like, this was a secret. Like no one knew. And it's like, no, we all knew. What are you talking about? 
Like this was not a secret. Yeah, well, one of the article I dug up an article about this show because I was trying to find more. I was genuinely trying to find like, do they ever explain what the fuck they're doing on this show? Like, what what is the concept of this show? So I, I dug up some article where it referenced them quote making headlines recently when it came out that they were together at the time. And in part, I'm like, okay, I guess maybe maybe it's just like, um, I mean, there weren't. Twitter wasn't a thing at the time. Instagram mm. wasn't a thing. They probably there. It's not a big enough show that they would have been written about in teen magazines or anything like that. Um, so maybe their their weird life that they had in a hotel uh, during recording is just it was undocumented and people didn't know about it uh, up until recently, I guess. But mm. it's very confusing to listen to this episode as someone who doesn't know the show, doesn't know uh, any of these people, or or or. What, what i'm supposed to attach to here because there's like two there's two main hosts and then they have two guests on this episode i kind of have a hard time throughout uh picking up on who exactly is uh, who, okay uh in the first half the audio quality isn't great either i feel like someone's moving their microphone a lot um maybe that's just me being pedantic but at, at some point i was like what is maybe it's the headphones i had that i could just pick up on it but you know when it's kind of sound from moving your mic around uh that was kind of getting to me one of the guys i think the main host he didn't know the name of the character of the guy who was guest like yes. who was a guest on the show yeah it was like oh yeah but you know you joined when i left and the other guy's like yeah and then we did two <laughs> i joined and then we did two seasons together and then you left or whatever i was like oh really and i'm like <laughs> it's uh it's interesting it's an interesting vibe because they're also not the makers of the show right so it's a very kind of different weird uh experience that they have they have the experience of being these kind of very young actors uh being corralled into producing a bunch of these episodes living in a hotel they get into their unsupervised behind the scenes life where they had some sort of alfred like butler driver chef making them egg sandwiches every day like they get into those details mm. in the first half of the, this episode before they have the writer on and then later on when they have an actual writer from the show uh, join as well then then it's like more of the standard kind of behind the scenes stuff you would expect whereas this is really just like here's what our dramatic here's what our teen lives were like on the set of this show yeah well uh, and yeah, i had similar notes because at the beginning it really is surprising that it's almost like they've never spoken until they turn the mics on because you're right it's like wait who are you again and what did you do uh, cause I did put a note, like clearly not friends now and not friends then either. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, they literally say like, oh yeah, we didn't invite you to our softball game or whatever yeah. it was. They were, here, they were like, yeah, we, they were like, oh yeah, we had a racquetball league. And, and someone was like, we did. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, pretty funny. Well, cause yeah, the, the, so have you, did you not recognize Christine Taylor? I feel like she's been in a bunch of stuff like the Brady Bunch movie and like Zoolander, Zoolander of course, like Ben Stiller stuff. Did you recognize uh, her or no? No, I mean, I've, I guess I've seen her based yeah. on that, right? In Zoolander, for example. But like Bra the Brady Bunch also did not make its way over here. True. Uh, it's only through references and stuff like that. Um, so no, not really. Main main takeaway from the show, right? It's at this dude ranch, which again, I had the realization that, that you'd explained to me that that is a thing. I was just like, why is it called Hey Dude? I don't get it. <laughs> what does that have to do with with ranches? But I guess yeah. that's uh, that's what that is. Well, you just knew um, Blink-182, correct? You were like, why is it yes. Blink-182's Dude Ranch? Yeah. 
that's that's yeah. all I had. Um, well, but yeah, I I don't know. I I, I didn't I I don't recognize any of them. <laughs> yeah. All. Well, Dave, the other the because the 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 characters from Hey Dude that host it's Christine Taylor who plays Melody, and David Lasher Lasher that plays Ted. Um, and David Lasher I do recognize as well, even though he never became like a big star. Like if you look at his IMDb. He was just, and, and I mean, if you look at him in the show, you could see how, like, oh, he's the kid. He's like a TV actor kid, and that's exactly what he was. Because he pot, he he was on an episode of Full House. I mean, again, this is American like sitcom stuff, so I'm, I I don't know your reference point, but like, I guess to to the credit of the '90s, called he is '90s TV kid. He was on. Full House, he was on Life Goes On, Step by Step, 90210. Now, I mean, this is flooring Americans my age, Jacob. The things I'm yeah. saying right now. He was on 48. Yeah, he was on 48 episodes of Blossom. Uh, we did have that one for whatever reason. Blossom. Oh, weird. Made it over. He was in yeah. the TV version of Clueless. For eight, I mean, not the real Clueless, but the TV show version of it. So you're saying episodes? he's got some 90s cred. You're kind yeah, of stepping back on I what am. you were saying before. Now okay. that I look at this and think about it, like I got to give it to him. Who am I to take it away? I mean, Christine Taylor is clearly the biggest star on on the podcast itself. Um, I mean, I guess she was also on like Saved by the Bell. She did an episode of Blossom back in the 90s. She was on Life Goes On. Of course, she was in the Brady Bunch movie. Of course, she married Ben Stiller. Uh <laughs> So, yeah, I guess they got some 90s cred, but again, I wouldn't call them 90s kids because at least uh, when we go back to the the description, when they're talking about like your Game Boy and stuff, I don't think they were doing that um, or drinking Ecto Cooler. But either way, that's just splitting hairs at this point. Um, so, yeah, so the one we listen to, they bring in other actors from the show they don't bring in danny who's in the pilot episode that i you watched the pilot right i did yeah. yeah and i like danny and i was trying to read up on him and like no one knows where he is they do have a off like like a like a remark like kind of like a joke about that of like hiring a pi to find him because he's probably is just like all right i'm just a guy now i don't need to go to conventions and be like, hey, remember Danny from Hey Dude or whatever. Uh, He's also, sorry, you said you like him. He's the most uncharismatic. Like his way of talking in the show is just like, oh, okay. But that's what I like. like, I I like that he seems like a regular kid. Like he's just some kid that they brought in. Well, because actually, you know, that brings me to, if we go to the pilot then, the charm of the pilot is that it's a stark reminder of um, how far we've come in television. But well, and also that it's like Hollywood film and TV's not that old when you think about it. You don't you don't have <laughs> yeah. to go that far back to find shit that was on. I mean, I guess cable TV is a little different than network, but I'm I'm sure if you even checked in around the same time on network TV, like very amateur stuff. And I mean, I, that's clearly all gone now between technology and just that everyone is a director now as soon as you get a phone in your hand, which I can't complain. I mean, it's probably better, but I like this charm of like, you know, shots that hang a little too long, <laughs> like edits that it, yeah. that aren't at, like, 
I don't know. And and that's probably just the, that could just be nostalgia as well. But I think even as a creator, it's just it's wild to me some of the stuff that was on TV and some of the stuff that I guess audiences weren't as trained as much as we are now because again, people make their own YouTube or they make an inst even just making an Instagram reel, you get a little little, you know, uh uh, like piece of what it is to kind of put something together. So everyone, you're, you're pretty well versed now in how a thing should flow or how something should feel. And that's not here really at all. And then, but it's still at the end with the credits, there's like hundreds of people <laughs> that worked on this. So I don't know, in, in a weird way, that's very charming to me, even to the point where there's, there's like, there's multiple things where there's multiple troughs involved where you're falling into troughs or falling into dirt but uh, what I love is there's a bunch of shots in this show where stuff happens off camera, but they don't have an insert to show it. Like, I think Danny, like, trips Ted or something. But it's, mm -hmm. it's he's just a weird way. He falls off camera. There's not even an insert of, like, of his foot hitting his foot to, like, fill in the blanks of what happened. It's just, no, a guy's walking and somehow falls off camera. And you're like, wait, what just happened? Oh, he got tripped. There's a few things like that. And I don't know. I love yeah. it. I eat it up. I am a person yeah, that is. also watches bad movies once a month <laughs> to do commentaries for my other show's Patreon. So maybe that's part yeah. of it. Look, it is it's a multi-camera sitcom uh that's shot outdoors at like a ranch. It's a very strange setup. And I, I picked up on the things you were saying as well. I was gonna bring up the horse troughs. Uh like a lot of comedy derived from falling into horse troughs. Mm. Uh and they reference it on the episode even like it being kind of Char Charlie Chaplin inspired almost. And I, I think that makes sense because you're right. It's kind of very very standard old staples like the joke would have been the same in 1920 but mm. we're doing it in 1990 sort of thing and there's two things that can be true at the same time which is this show is not very good um and also it's the kind of show i could easily have seen myself maybe a few years ago just falling down a weird rabbit hole on youtube and like yeah i'll just watch four seasons of this uh <laughs> of this show and just absorb it into my brain for no reason there's stuff like we were just talking about danny i was talking about his delivery the character he, he, like he has sitcom lines because it's written like a sitcom script but there's no laugh track and there's like no delivery really kind of like they're just kind of like saying the mm. lines sometimes um and it's very clearly like yeah it's a it's like a I don't know a teen show and i think I could see why people would like it, and it has a really weird, yeah, charm to it. I suppose for the reasons you uh, listed out. Yeah, and it is. I mean, I guess to kind of talk about some of the good stuff on the like. I think the podcast does start to hit more of a rhythm. It starts off like terribly, because yeah, like we we're talking about, it feels like no one knows who each other is, uh, it, it, which is very weird. Um, and uh like they're kind of like a little bit all over the place at first um it, we do get some interesting tidbits because when they talk about like yeah david lacher plays ted and how his dad is like an entertainment lawyer or a lawyer or something and they realize that like he was underage and signed his contract but like there was no guardian or pr parent that also signed it so they had this weird out where they could just leave the show and he tried to join some other show, which got canceled. And then he came crawling back to, hey, dude, and they let him back for whatever reason. I don't like nowadays. That's not something they'd be like, ah, you're a dime a dozen. Get out of here. 
We don't need you, dude. Um, but that that's what brings in this other guy who I'm not familiar with. Because, again, I mean, I vaguely remember this show. I do remember the character of Ted. But this other actor that's on the podcast, I think it's Jonathan Galkin who plays Jake, who comes in at the third season. Um, yeah. Although, and he's fine to listen to if a little jokey like he's the jokey guy he's always going to go for the joke some of them are mildly amusing some of them not so much Uh, yeah i couldn't have told you who was who unfortunately between the two guys and the two girls um like 15 i I agree with the start 15 minutes into the episode i'm kind of zoning in and i'm like oh there's 50 more minutes of this um and then i kind of made a note like i understand that i may be coming into this in bad faith but the show isn't very good. Oh, um, yeah. No. I mean, they uh, they talk about their sordid dating history, as we said. And I, I just made a note to ask you, are you getting anything out of that? Is that is that a, of interest at all? No, not really. Just in the okay. fact of like, the, again, the, the main thing I think of is like, where's Ben Stiller at on this? What is he thinking? He's got his wife over there oh, hanging out with, her, with an old ex. What's going on? Hmm. Mm. Well, I keep getting ads as well for an Exorcist show, so maybe that's the next one we do. I don't know. This one, this is another iHeartRadio thing. So mm. again, we can only imagine uh, the inception of how this came to be, but it does seem like these are now being pumped out at a at a dizzying pace. All of these different kind of nostalgia machines of one sort or another, which is why I, again, like it's it's all it feels not disingenuous necessarily but as you said they don't seem that uh interested in their each other or the show uh from the start but interestingly when i moved over to a different episode which we're not reviewing other episodes in full but just kind of skimming around i'm like oh yeah here they're talking and he's getting kind of into talking about some of ben stiller's stuff or or this jeff bridges film or whatever like they're actually getting more into it when they're talking about stuff that's not their own show Mm. uh interestingly um but yeah after the that's kind of the first half and then the second half of the episode or the the last bit of the episode they have one of the writers on and that made it more interesting to me which probably says more about my general interests than anything else uh but i don't know it it's like when we only have the hosts they, and i think they even say it like when we only have the the actors on they only know the teen drama they only know their butler who made egg sandwiches they don't know that each episode costs 125k or whatever and it was pretty funny when the writer is like can you imagine these days making a show for 125,000 i'm like each episode costs 125,000 of this <laughs> yeah yeah jesus christ <laughs> uh but yeah <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, and it, it's it's tough because it like I can't tell if this show is born out of Christine Taylor being like, you know what, I should have a podcast, and I mean, I'm just assuming her because she's like she's the biggest star on the show, so it feels like if she didn't want to be there, she could easily not be there. You know what I mean? Like it feel like it would, it would only live or die if she wanted to do it. So I can't tell if it was born out of her being like, I, you know what? I could do a podcast. I was on a, you know, cult show. Uh, or like the new, I don't know if you guys probably didn't have a version of this growing up. Because again, like, you know, you and your Swedish uh, pop culture is different. But like, you know, 
it used to be growing up sometimes it'd be like someone would make kind of a joke and then someone else would be like that should be an snl sketch or something or like that's an snl sketch it's basically a version of like if you're sitting around and you're and something mildly interesting happens and people are like this would be a movie like stupid people do these things i think the new version of that is like if you're just hanging out with your friends and you're like this is a podcast (laughs) and again believe me i know i say this as someone that hosts multiple podcasts so i'm putting throwing myself under the bus as well but i can't tell if like she was just hanging out with you know david or one of her friends and she's like these are this is great stuff or if it was just iHeartRadio is like huh, what else like they're just digging through the fucking uh through the bin of TV shows and like can we get this person can we get this person so i mean i don't know what do you, do you can you glean any type of feeling one way or the other of where this would have came from like this show in general my I mean, it's definitely the latter, in my opinion, not yeah. the former. Even though, I mean, we're, we need to be very careful here, Jim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we're going around saying that just because people think they're funny and interesting, <laughs> they yeah. should have podcasts, like we're really, really well, shooting, we're, we're throwing stones in glass houses. I would here. say in wow. our defense, if any show we've discussed, this warrants it the most because they're clearly not about their show. But they're also marketing it on, well, I guess outside of Made Women. Made Women's very similar. Um, and I'm only picking on it a bit is because it's not like they've discussed two seasons of Hey Dude and now they've branched off a bit of like, you know what, let's talk a little bit more 90s in general. It's like we're doing a 90s show, but let's pretend it's about Hey Dude a little bit. We'll start off a little bit about Hey Dude. Let's get right into the 90s. So I think it warrants the discussion a little bit more of, uh, you know, why they think that is or why they why they think they can do that well that's why it feels to me so much like uh you know hey do you want to do a podcast here's the here's the concept an ai has generated that says Mm. the internet will enjoy this show if you make it because you have the right level of b type celebrity b to c with a dash of nostalgia um and yeah they're probably i mean maybe they're right maybe they're maybe the Maybe the actors are now starting to see what we see when we do 60 episodes on The Sopranos or whatever. And then we get to the end and we're like, oh, what? OK, nobody nobody's following us through our other projects or other rewatches. They're here for the thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're they're from the get go, much like made women trying to spice things up a bit, bringing a few other things in, make it. Hey, we love media from the 90s and we happen to know a lot of people from there. And iHeartRadio is going to help us out. And Ben Stiller is my husband. So, you know, we got a few guests uh, lined up. And I mean, that have to, I have to say, despite my criticism of the show, looking at the first few episodes, they've got a, they've, they've, they've managed to pull some impressive guests yeah. if this is what they're trying to do. But I do feel like the, their concept is not super clear despite the amount of 90s references like we get that it's 90s stuff i would kind of love if it was more clear and was something like hey we talk about a different 90s media each time and we're gonna see how did it hold up um they don't do that obviously they just talk to the people who have been involved in one thing or another and go oh yeah game boys blowing into your cartridges that's crazy yeah yeah because i mean i'm looking at is the ben stiller one the one you skimmed through yeah, because honestly, be, be, well, besides Jeff Bridges, I would love to hear why how they got Jeff Bridges. I mean, I guess he's probably a friend of them. Who knows? 
Uh, but yeah, find out what films Ben got rejected from, the big ones he let get away, how he found success at an early age in the 90s, insider stories about something about Mary, the cable guy, and reveals what part of Meet the Parents was actually playing I- playing out IRL while he was shooting it. Is he talking about Christine's parents? He was dealing with Meet the Parents-esque shenanigans with our very own host, Christine Taylor's parents. Uh, plus the reason he and Owen, Owen Wilson never came to be and who he credits for helping launch the career that thrives to this day. You know, and I will give them credit because Ben Stiller, you know, not just as her husband, uh, those are very 90s things he's talking about and they're directly in relation to him. And especially like he's completely different now because he's like this, he's a more well-respected director, even though he did direct The Cable Guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, something about Mary Cable Guy. Meet the Parents, I don't quite remember. That feels like maybe that was 2000s. Maybe it was like 99. Who knows? Uh, um, feel, yeah, it was 2000. So, I mean, that's but, pushing it. You know, I'm that type of guy, though. I'm watching something that takes place in the 90s. And I'm like, what's that poster on the wall? That came out in 88. Get out of here. Uh, yeah, but everyone knows the the first few years of a decade are are just the previous decade yes, turned up to eleven. Absolutely, so, um, that's why this feels more eighties, as you were saying at the start. Um, <clears throat> apparently, there's a there is a there is an actual rewatch podcast called Yay Dude, um, where they do rewatch Hey Dude, mm. um, at, like fans, and that started out in August of last year. Uh, it's got to be a I, I thought at first it was that's got to be a bummer, but no, they're still they're still going. They just put out their latest episode on season two, episode eight, a little while back. So, but they're not actors, so we obviously can't review them on this show. But well, yeah, if, fair play to them. There are people out there doing the Lord's work still. If Christine and David were worth their salt, they would go on this Hey Dude show at least once. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they probably not worth their own salt. And they have <laughs> what they <laughs> they have Jerry O'Connell uh on a recent episode as well i mean yeah well 90s icon stand by me star i mean i don't know if jerry o'connell's a 90s icon stand by me is the 80s uh i remember jerry o'connell was in can't hardly wait that was in the late 90s i'm trying to think what else he's on i guess he's on sliders i'm just blabbering i'm sorry i'm, I'm really they have the guy from the counting crows <laughs> yeah to talk about that i'll give him to or whatever I'll give yeah. them that for 90s. I mean, I'm really harping on this 90s thing. I can't help it. Uh, but yeah. Anyways, like back to the podcast itself. Another thing I did note. Well, actually, a couple things. Because they talk about Graham Yost. They do mention Graham Yost. He wrote 35 episodes of Hey Dude. He also wrote the movie Speed starring Keanu Reeves. Oh, and yeah. he also wrote a movie we reviewed uh, on our Sopranos podcast called The Last Castle. Uh, that yes. featured James Gandolfini and Robert Redford. So I thought that was a nice uh, little way to tie it all back. And he also created the show Justified, which I I have not watched, but I've heard is very good. But it is interesting. Definitely one of the best. But one of the best tidbits from this show is yeah. like they're all going off to the bar or whatever, and, and <laughs> they're like, "Hey, you want to come?" He's like, "No, I got to write." They're like, "This bus movie of yours is never gonna. It's fucking stupid. What the bus can't slow down doesn't make any sense. Get fuck off. Like that's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, that is funny. Um, and yeah, and but they talking about like. They're like, yeah, he still uh, rides for Hey Dude. Uh, like, he still loves that he worked on Hey Dude, which is cool. Hmm. Um, although, who's the other writer they had on? Was it 
Judy? What in this in this episode you mean? Yes. Uh, let me see a very Brady reunion. Uh, nope, that's not it. That's the one about the Brady Bunch. That makes sense. Oh yeah, it's called Very Brady Reunion. <laughs> Fucking stupid. I mean, I should have uh, had it in my notes, but I'm trying to. It's Lisa Melamed. Yes. Okay. Because I want to see what else she had worked on. Um, most recently was Dolly. I appreciate Dolly. her description as well of like having uh, <laughs> having worked on this show and then coming to LA thinking you're hot shit. Like, oh, yes. Like, no, we don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, that was cool. Because I, I do like hearing, because it's here it is, this kind of like, you know, this quaint, like goofy kids sitcom but you know a writer's job is a writer's job even if you think someone's a bad writer like i like that you you still have to think of like if you're working on a project you're thinking of it as like this is your shakespeare or whatever like you're putting your uh like you know you're asking like she's talking to the cast asking them what they're into she's putting in her own life and experiences into it like that's always kind of cool to hear. She also worked on the show Party of Five, Mad About You, um, the cartoon Doug, if you know Doug, uh, the 4400. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, working writer. Uh, most recently, Dolly Parton's Heartstrings, which I didn't realize was a TV or was a Netflix thing. Uh, so, yeah. No, I mean, that stuff was cool. I think as the show goes on, but maybe that's just all podcasts to me it's like jarring yeah. at first and then as you start to get into the rhythm um it just lulls you into submission <laughs> well that's why I, I i highlight and i try to highlight whenever i feel like i'm coming into something in bad faith or i'm not gonna like it from the start because podcasts because of that whole factor you mentioned before people sitting around going like whoa people should listen to this this is great mm. it's like me and my friends nobody's funnier than me and my friends and it's like no that's probably not the case and uh because of that whenever you start a new podcast unless you know the person you're probably going to enter into it with a fuck you impress me kind yeah. of attitude um, which is where some of these actors have such a great advantage because, hey, some of them are Turk and JD from Scrubs. So mm. we're coming into it with like, hey, these are our friends, uh, that kind of attitude, which is going to happen here for some people and not for other people. And that's the case with, yeah. with all of these shows, right? We can harp on it a little bit more here because this is like their actual first full length episode. Usually yeah. we're listening to something, you know, 10, 20, 30 episodes in or whatever. So I can be a little bit more forgiving that they're not worried too much about the person that stumbles upon an episode, even though we do kind of, if we do pick a later episode, it's because it's an important episode of the actual show they're discussing. Um, but uh, yeah, not, not to be overly critical, but for this being their first full length, they definitely should have been a little bit more on the same base on who's who <laughs> and what yeah. character they I, played. <laughs> I, I, again, yeah, like I'm, I'm doing a lot of caveats, etc. Yeah. But I really don't think it's very good because yeah. they. Um, and I come back to the description at the start, right? Like, there's a lot of uh, references to '90s things in there, but what they're selling there is 
the feeling. They're promising that it will feel like frosted tips or whatever. Like mm. each episode will feel like blowing into your Game Boy cartridge. They're not telling you what are you actually getting out of this. I guess they're they're telling you in that like, hey, don't worry about it. It's gonna taste like those cereals you loved growing up and watching your favorite Nickelodeon cartoon or live action show. Like it's gonna feel like that listening to this. But I guess, yeah, what they're actually doing is we're going to look back at some media from the 90s. We're going to get people we know who were involved and we're going to chat to them. And I think within that, they could have a much better structure, a much better grasp of what they're actually talking about. Now, for the Ben Stiller one, uh, David is the name of the one of the hosts on this. And he's said he's gone back and watched like everything Ben Stiller made in the 90s. And you can mm. tell in the way okay. he's talking. Honestly, like I'm like, okay, this is I can follow this. It makes sense. They're kind of just getting into what were his feelings at that time as he was making things. What was it like making the Ben Stiller show and then having it canceled and then winning an Emmy? Like all these things you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, it checks out. But in this episode, the one we're mainly reviewing here, like if we're going to go through our usual bullet points we do where we're talking about inside stories, discussing the episode, etc. Like it's just not it's it feels like it's all over the place. And that feels like a, a side product of them being new to podcasting, which is perfectly fine, I think, at this point. But just the fact that they've sold the whole show as a very vague feeling of the 90s makes me want to as i start listening like okay give me something more about what we're doing here the selling point of this episode is it's a reunion between all these people who i uh don't know and don't know the show so obviously like yeah maybe it's not for me but then i am a 90s kid right so mm. shouldn't it be for me i did blow into my game boy so <laughs> what is what am i being sold yeah. here exactly yeah no absolutely and i mean getting into the the stuff we break down uh, I will say, I think the inside stories they do well at once we get to that point when they're talking about, like you had mentioned, they had like a driver kind of handler, uh, living in like a hotel near the set, um, kind of being closed off from how the show was doing in general. Because if you look at this show, this show had like 65 episodes but yeah. they all aired between 89 and 91. So you know they were probably I just... I do love that. I yeah. do love those shows where they just <laughs> fucking bang them out. You can tell yeah. from the way they're talking about They're basically yeah. in a, 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 a camp. They can't go anywhere, can't do school, just yeah. work all of the time, record these shows, bang, bang, bang. That's it. Yeah, it wasn't like, okay, let's, let's record uh, or let's film 10 episodes, take a few months off, come back. Like this, these these five seasons aired over two years, basically, and um, so yeah, they were just there shooting. Like there's no break really. They probably had like a week off, and then they were like, "All right, back for season four. Um, so yeah. then you know they have stories of going to, you know, Universal Studios for the People's Choice Awards and kind of realizing they were being recognized and the show was actually becoming a thing. I thought that was cool hearing about. Uh, you know, hearing from one of the writers who is an older person dealing with these kids and um, like not feeling like a parent, but being like almost thrust into a like a parental role or wanting to be like, hey, I'm not a parent. I'm a big sister or something. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah. I do. I do like hearing that. And I, I, I even liked hearing a little bit about um, like tying back into what we were saying about kind of the the charm and the flow of a show like this and them trying to show their kids and it's like yeah no way dude yeah. 
Like kids aren't gonna watch want to watch this. Uh, I did have a note to back up a little bit. Is they definitely don't understand the ages of people, uh, because they bring up Justin Timberlake, r- like running into Justin Timberlake or running into Paris Hilton, and those those people are like ten years younger than them, but they're acting like they were the same age or something, um, because it's like if Christine Taylor's on a show in '89. And she's already like 17 or 18. Like, you know, Justin Timberlake was a like a teenager in the late 90s or whatever. Like, it was just weird that they didn't seem to understand. Or maybe that's just because it's like, oh, I'm young at heart or something. There's just a small little quibble I had. Because those people like Paris Hilton and Justin Timberlake are mo- more my age. And I'm like, no, uh, I was a little kid watching you on TV. There's no way Paris Hilton came up to you and they're like, oh, how old is she at the time? Oh, I don't know, like 18. No, she wasn't. She's like 11. Uh, but anyways, they don't really have a, since it's an iHeart show, they don't really have much of a web presence that I'm seeing as far as a website. They have their iHeart page. I guess it's a little early to do the merch, but would we yeah. would we appreciate it more if they already had merch out the jump or would we be, would we be raising eyebrows more if they already had merch? Like, what, what do you think? You're right. We'd, we'd probably be raising our eyebrows more anyway. We can't really dock points for not having yeah. merch immediately. Well, In fact, it would be kind of a bad move this early on. <laughs> well, cause that's what I mean. Like, what did we think about made women or, uh, uh, gangster was a gangster goddesses. Yeah, uh, well, they had broadcast. Their branded wine. That's what I mean. They had, had stuff. branded wine. Yeah, <laughs> off the gate. And we didn't kind of shine pro- <laughs> proudly on that, did we? We were like, "Why do you already have this?" <laughs> so, all right, they kind of actually get points for being a new show, and yeah, they're not trying to. They're yeah. they're trying to build their cred at this point. They don't. If yeah. they had a Patreon or whatever, we'd be like, "Come on, guys!" Um, so it actually checks out. Yeah. And then I guess the kind of the same on fan engagement and running bits, because again, this is very early. The show, yeah. uh, I mean, depending on when you're hearing this, like at least when we recorded it, it was not too long after the first a- episode actually debuted. Uh, they've been going steady now a uh, few weeks. Who knows by the time this actually airs if the show even exists anymore. But you know they got a flow going, but a little early to have a running bit or um, like fan letters or like now a word from the fans. Um, yeah, and they um, like do they have a theme song? No, I don't, remember I don't think so. I don't remember one either. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, and yeah, actually, kind of scrolling through. Let me check yeah check to see if. See if we can find one. I'm I'm just scrolling through a few of the reviews. Like they have 200 or so ratings uh, on our Apple Podcast feed. Most of them are overwhelmingly positive. Uh, Yippee-ki-yay is the name of one of these reviews. Um, The Hey Dude theme rocks, by the way, which I I remembered the Hey Dude, but I forgot about the Yippee-ki-yay, Yippee-ki-yay, what? Wow, that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, one of these app reviews on Apple Podcasts, the title is Hey Dude, <laughs> and says, you know, love the podcast, especially the reunion episode, aka the one we're talking about today. Yeah. Um, and just talking about who else they'd want to see. Uh, and then some <laughs> another review here says, not wanted. We don't need another podcast with this type of content. Um, 
another one says, how is this consumable? Having grown up in the 90s, I was excited to try this cast, but it's unbearable. Two people who happen to play roles, parentheses, apparently, in one of the countless 90s TV shows reminiscing about their glory days, Mark missed. So for that one, I think it's kind of they're trying to get the they're trying to get their fan base and they're trying to get the broader scope of people who are in the 90s. Right. And so they've got leftover their fan base. All of these people who are leaving five star reviews, they're very much they're all mentioning how their favorite characters from Hey Dude, etc. They're here yes. because of Hey Dude. And the challenge is gonna be are they gonna be able to get other people involved? And I, I think they have a good strategy having all these different guests on um that you know could be interesting to people. I saw as I was Googling the show, there's news articles about Ben Stiller being on the show, probably one about Jeff Bridges being on the show, whatever. Like, it's not a bad strategy uh, to actually get more people in there. So I think I I didn't enjoy it, but uh, I could see how what they're trying to do might actually pan out better than just if they're just doing a Hey Dude rewatch. They, they have no scope to go beyond that, you know? But also, do the fucking Hey The people want the Hey Dude rewatch. You still bring Ben Stiller on. Hey, Ben, did you watch the show? Do you remember the show? I mean, I know he's older, so maybe not. He didn't. I can confirm he did okay. not. <laughs> so that's what I mean. But again, like you could still. And then it's like, okay, watching it now then. Like, okay, you watch the third episode or whatever. You're seeing your yeah. wife on TV, blah, blah, blah. What a, talk a little bit about the show. And then you could still get into those same. But I don't know. Maybe that's that's just me. Let me play this real quick. Although there's a lot of ads, of course, because it's iHeart. So many ads. Yeah. Or the DMV. Oh no, the DMV. House cleaning. Or I don't even know. It's like a button. Always you can skip ahead. There's a button. There's like 15 seconds. What's 30 seconds? What if it goes too far though? If it's not gonna go too far, there's 15 ads. Hold on, I know this. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. Got our ads. You know, Lance Bass, the 113 days. You're right. A minute in still. For sure, he was trying to get it to happen. All right, all right. Protest. It involves a cigar smoking mystery man who drives still, a silver hearse. It's still an ad. Right. Like a lot of I goats. know. Just keep going. Oh, I got like three minutes of ads. We both on thought this. to sort of take a trip down memory lane. All right, here we go. After all, the whole okay. reason we're here. Welcome. There's some to sort of very first. What better first step? Stuck in space. Oh my God! No cover hearse. And inside yeah, his hearse was like a lot of ghosts. We're gonna have to let but this our play federal for a agents second. Catching back. Yeah, I'll just mute it because you don't get free ads on our show. <laughs> for sure, he was trying to get it to happen. Listen to Alphabet Boys on the iHeartRadio app. No, never. Apple Podcasts. No, don't do that. Wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, dude. The '90s called with Christine Taylor and David Lasher. Is this thing on? <laughs> All right, so yeah, no, not really an intro theme music, I guess. Ad marks for that. Come on, yeah. at least do something uh, like you've got. You're right. There's such a wealth in the actual show. Show, uh, you know, intro. Do something like that, but make it about. Mm. Hey, dude, yes. we're gonna talk about the '90s. Yippee ki, '90s. Ooh, am I Bruce Willis over here? That's the '80s. Like, just fucking do a proper Go intro. For it. That sounds shit. Yes. Yeah, I agreed. Proximity to the main characters, you got to give them an A plus on, because uh, they are basically the main characters. Um, True. Uh, let's see, theme song, crap, merch. Eh, plus, they don't have any yet. Uh, they, ha- I didn't hear them read any ads, so um, me neither. 
there were a lot of ads though, and ownership structure. It's just another iHeart show. So yeah, Jim. Before I mean, okay. So I guess we gotta rank it um, yeah. against our other shows that we've reviewed so far. Um, current listing is Fake Doctors, Real Friends, followed by Avatar, Braving the Elements, Office Ladies. I'm all in with Scott Patterson, which again, you might never hear about. And then Made Women Gangster Broadcast at the bottom. I want to be, I'm going to be kind of harsh and say I'm judging it based on this episode, not their business acumen, etc. Like, how good is this, in my opinion, is pretty low. It's It's got to be like next to the lowest on the list for me. But that's, again, bias, right? What's your opinion? I mean, yeah, it's probably definitely going to be bias. Again, I mean, I'm probably going to give points to Scott Patterson just because I like the show. But then again, and again, like, you could almost blame us for picking this show because it's technically not a rewatch show. But it is, but like they're they're banking off of it, and again, you pr- you prove that by going through the reviews. Like all the good reviews is because people want to hear the reunion episode; they want to hear about the show. And I think the ninety, I they're doing the nineties thing up here and the hey dude thing kind of down here. It should be the other way around because you have the Wait, host. What is that? Okay, so for the, I saw you do your thing with your hands. Yes. but what does that mean? They're doing. One I just mean like say it's a there. circle, like you got a circle graph. Then they have the hey dude thing as like a little sliver, like a 15, 20%. It's almost like they yeah. can't escape it because both of the hosts were on the show. So it's like they would almost want it lower, but they can't escape it because they were both were on this show. But they think they're talking about the 90s, um, but they're not. And, and even like based off what you said, they're not even fulfilling their promise of like, you know, oh, make it to Blockbuster before it gets rented out. Like, because even if they had Ben Stiller on, given I read the description and they are talking like 90 stuff in his career, but they're not like, hey, Ben Stiller, you remember Snap Bracelets? And Ben Stiller's talking about, oh, yes, yeah, Snap Bracelets and Troll Dolls. You know what I mean? They're not, they're not doing either gimmick. That's what I was... I mean, again, I keep saying the same thing here, but... The, they're listing out a bunch of 90s things. They're not listing a bunch of 90s media in their mm. description. They're not saying, we're going to look at your favorite 90s yes. television shows, yeah. which is very clear and limited. Hey, we're going it, to, it's going to be children's shows, yes, but also like stuff that was on at night that you weren't sure if you're supposed to be watching and all this shit. We're going to talk about this media. They don't do that. They're, they're selling the feeling of the 90s. And I think. Because of those, because of that thing we talked about before, where everyone thinks they need a podcast, I just think any new podcast that comes out now needs to have a clear concept. And the rewatch format is a very clear concept. So it's kind of like a, a benefit to all these people. And it's why it's easy for an actor to go like, hey, I was in a show. Let me cash in on this nostalgia. Or for a company to go, hey, you were in a show. Let's cash in on some of that nostalgia and kind of manufacture a bunch of these shows. And if as long as it's a rewatch, it has a very clear concept. It has a very clear structure. And here they're going beyond that. And I think in a way that's admirable, but it also muddies the water. I I want there to be more clarity in what they're doing then. And if if it's hey, we're talking 90s media, fine. Put that yeah. put that more prominently in in what you're doing and sell it as that. Because having listened to like an episode and a half, I'm still like okay, I guess these two people just talk 90s media and they were kind of involved in making 
shows and stuff in the 90s. So I, I, I guess it's relevant, but I bet there would be two hosts who are better suited. There are not two hosts who are better suited to do a uh, Hey Dude rewatch podcast, but there are probably people better suited to talk about 90s media. And again, I want it to be more limited. I want it to be either TV shows or movies or I don't know. We're talking, we're going to go through every year of the 90s. We're going to start with 1991. We're going to go on from Hey Dude. What was the next big show on Nickelodeon afterwards? And we're going to go through and follow the development of how did television change? And they talk to actors and talk to writers and how did the business of making making media change as we had this video revolution, etc. I mean, they might do all of those things. I just am not seeing it. Yeah. So are, are the, I guess the question is, is it below made women or gangs, the gangster Impos- broadcast? Im- impossible. Yeah. <laughs> impossible. Yeah. There were still, so, there were still some good bits of this one episode. So, I can't yeah, imagine. I agree. There's no way it's below made women or gangster broadcast. No. So this is going to be probably number, number five yeah, currently, on our, yeah. Of our top okay. six. Uh, it's currently number five. Hey dude, the nineties called. Do you, do you realize by the way, that what our podcast is, is we're doing a top 10 list. <laughs> we are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Dude, a very slow top ten list. <laughs> that's the beauty Great. of it. Now that's clarity of concept. That's yes. that's hey, you know what you're getting. We're doing ten of these, and maybe you miss one because yeah, maybe we had technical difficulties. Bring it up in your review of this show. Uh, but that's where we're at, and that's hey, dude. Yeah, that's hey, dude. The nineties called. So I hope you're taking 90s notes. Called. They want their podcast back. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> yeah, they're right. Want- I hope you're taking notes, Christine and David, because uh, we're just dropping some, you know, uh, uh, some. You can't put a price on this. <laughs> you can't put a price on this, okay? Just dropping some podcast knowledge from the real ones. So that's about that. That's how it's done. Yeah. Peace out. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We still got to work out that outro. <laughs> Yeah, I guess go to showjuno.com. I don't yeah. know. I have a flu still, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well, tell us, what did you think about Hey Dude, the 90s called? And what what uh, podcast about television should we capture next? Thanks. Rate and review. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>